Hello, everybody. We got a great episode of the Jersey Baseball Show for you today. We are in the middle of our Generation Next 2.0 series. We are taking a, uh, a big look at some of New Jersey's up-and-coming future college stars in the 2022 and 23 classes. And we are happy today to welcome in North Brunswick High School, Zach Konstantinovsky. Uh, Zach, welcome. And, uh, you know, like Central Jersey so much that it looks like you're sticking around for a few years after high school. Yeah, got to represent New Jersey, build it up. That's right. That's right. So if, if we don't know, and, and hopefully most of you do, but Zach is a 2023, so he's got another year of high school still, hasn't signed anything official yet, but he is part of what looks like it's going to be a fantastic 23 class at Rutgers at the State University playing some Big Ten baseball under the direction of Coach Owens and Coach Monahan. Um, pretty exciting stuff. And uh, why don't you tell us, I guess you will always remember the day you committed and what date it was too, right? Yeah, so I committed on my dad's birthday, August 19th of 2020. It was, uh, been speaking to Rutgers at that point for about six to eight months. And it's kind of everything fit, everything that I felt I needed in a college and a baseball program everything fit at Rutgers and I was confident my family was confident to make that decision and uh, we went for it. Yeah. So, so I guess, first of all, tell us what it was that, you know, sold you on Rutgers in addition to it being close, right? You got a lot of family in the area and, you know, I feel like COVID has sort of shifted things for people where like, it's kind of cool to be closer to home again and be somewhere where family can watch pretty easily, not just on TV because everything's on TV anymore. Yeah. But, you know, more than that, because Rutgers has always been close, you know, it's pulling in some great recruiting classes now. So what was it that was the, the deal kind of sealer for you? Well, I mean, family was huge for me, obviously, letting, wanting my family to watch me close to home. But um, I felt like I, I had uh, someone on the Rutgers team at the time, Eric Reardon, who was able to talk to me a lot. And one of, one of the things I liked about the coaching staff was they were a lot younger, or especially Coach Monahan, that I've been talking to. I was a lot younger, so it's easier to uh, relate and talk to him. That was a big plus. Um, and I, I felt like I wanted to re- represent my state of New Jersey and, kind of build that program up with the other guys coming into Rutgers. So I think that was a big thing. Um, and I just like the atmosphere here. You know, it's it's exciting, um, you know, big, not big city, but a bigger school, cool city. And I just wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, and and big conference too. I mean, yeah, as, you know, as big as it gets, it may not be the SEC or ACC in baseball, but it's pretty darn good now with some of the, the newer teams, including Rutgers. Yeah. Um, and pretty good at every sport. Yeah, I mean, it's a Power Five conference. Another big reason why I wanted to play there, good competition, uh, get to see some of the best players in the country. You mentioned Eric was a former North Brunswick ace, like like you are now. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess that's where the connection came in. Now, did you know him for – you known him for a while before uh, – yeah, he, I knew him through high school. My brother actually caught him for two years in high school. So I knew from him from there. I knew uh, the parents, the family, great people and great people to talk to that to relate with the Rutgers, which was also a big reason for my uh, commitment there. And pretty cool. Eric's now start his own coaching career, right? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, still at the warehouse, too. I see him every uh, 
every so often, but he started at Rutgers uh, Newark. So it's uh, I'm really it's really cool to see him uh, you know, from where he started, where he is now, and just it's a big buildup for him. So I'm excited for him as well. Definitely. Now you mentioned Baseball Warehouse. That's been a big part of your growth yeah. as a player, both uh, physically and and mentally, baseball wise. Why don't you tell us what they've meant to you um, when you started with them and, and like I said, what they've meant to you and your journey? Yeah, I mean, they've done a whole lot for me. I started working out, I think, when I was nine or 10 years old, we started the first program. Um, I worked solely up into the gym, into the bigger program that I am in now. I started lessons when I was seven or eight, and I've been watching my brother work out since I was like four. So I've been there pretty much my whole life and uh they've got a great program that started you know there's pictures on their instagram if you uh go follow them where they started to where they are now it's just a huge huge difference you know you say basal warehouse and now you can you hear people say oh yeah i know that place so they've done a huge help for me um all my coaches and um another thing they praise there is we build players and we also build young men and i feel like they've built me outside of the baseball field which has been uh Nothing that I, I, I will never take for granted. Yeah. Now, before you were a star, before you were power five uh, verbal commitment, you know, high school star, you were also kind of a, a tag along, too, when you started. Right. I mean, not not in a negative way, obviously. Certainly. Let's shout out your brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and his college journey and, and what having that role model a few years ahead of you meant to you. Yeah, my brother is a huge part of my baseball career. I mean, my brother. Victor, right? Victor, yes, Victor, yeah. Um, he's He started playing baseball at seven years old, and my parents really knew nothing. And my dad watched baseball, and my, my mom watched baseball a little bit too, but they didn't know, um, you know, the whole mechanics and who to go to at the time for baseball because we had just moved to New Jersey from Brooklyn. So he was seven years old. He's like, Mom, Dad, I want to play baseball. So ever since I was born about a year later, after you started playing baseball, I had a baseball bat in my hand. We were playing catch, everything happened. So since, since day one, he's, he's been my, uh, star of my baseball career. And then I, I have been so lucky to see him play through high school and college just to see the people he's been around the baseball, the atmosphere. And I fell in love with it. And I said, I want to do the same thing. So he's been a huge help and uh, hopefully he'll continue to be. Yeah. Now he is six years older. He's eight and a half years old than me. Okay. So my, yeah. that, and that tells you all you need to know about my math skills. That <laughs> couldn't do that. Now, St. John Fisher is where he played? Yeah, he went to St. John Fisher in Rochester, New York. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice warm weather school, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> makes, nice and bitter. Makes New Brunswick seem uh, like uh, like Florida, pretty much. That's for sure. Yeah, the snow, the snow up there is nothing compared to what it is here. That's right. That's right. Now... Um, let's talk about North Brunswick High School. You've got two years left. A lot of guys we're talking to are kind of in their last year. So it's like, yeah, we, we've got this thing kind of looming here, Rutgers, which is amazing and awesome and all that. But you certainly can't, you know, you can't look two years into the future like that. You still got to be day to day. And, you know, what are you focused on? This winter to, 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 to improve upon and. What are you looking for out of your junior year of high school? Improving um, on all around. Uh, specifically, I wanted to develop a better breaking ball for uh, me specifically. I've only been throwing it for about two to three years, but 
my change of spin, my pitch, and my fast was always been on point, knock on wood. But um, yeah, my, my slider, curveball, I, I want to perfect the breaking ball throw whenever, wherever I can. And um, getting stronger, hitting wise as well. But as a team, I think we have a, a big year ahead of us. You know, we fell short in the semifinals of GMCs. It kind of uh, bites at me every single day. So that's been my motivation just to win the chip this year. And then uh, States too, we finished, we lost in the quarterfinals. So that's also another um, thing that's been biting at me to uh, accomplish for next year. But I think we've got a lot of uh, cool things and uh, exciting things that happen ahead. And um, I'm excited. Now, GMC's always had a reputation of being a, a pitching conference, you know, uh, pitchers yeah. first. Um, who, who are some of the guys that you remember watching when you were little, little Zach or younger Zach kind of, and, and were you kind of always thought like, oh, it's going to be pretty cool when, when I'm older and I can be like them. The one guy from North Brunswick was a lefty pitcher named Placido Torres. I honestly, I haven't seen him in forever. I don't know where he is right now, but he was a lefty pitcher. He threw mid to high 80s and he shut down the GMC. And one of the guys I looked up, up to as a four or five, six year old kid. And I was like, oh, I want to be the next him. And then Eric Reardon also did the same thing. GMC player of the year. And, um, you know, it just kept building up. And I wanted to be the next uh, guy to represent North Brunswick in the GMC. So here we are. Yep, yep. Now to do it, you got St. Joe's among others. You've got, yep. uh, you know, your your buddy uh, Jackson Appleman and, and and Edison. It's uh, it's gonna be a fun year, isn't it? Oh yeah, a lot of competition, and I just gotta show them uh, who's gonna be at the top. Absolutely. Uh, we are talking with Zach Konstantinovsky here, um, headed to or part of the great 2023 recruiting class. Uh, kind of on the board here in uh, the, the verbal stage at Rutgers. Do you talk to those guys a lot? You know, are you, how well connected are you with, uh, you know, the, the guys in that class? Yeah, we have a group chat on Snapchat. We talk every once in a while um, when it comes up. I saw a couple of them throughout the summer at uh, some tournaments. I got to, got to meet them. But, uh, yeah, that's a great group of guys that, that I've talked to so far. It's exciting. I'm just excited to get on the baseball field with them and be, be able to uh, – finally do what we're supposed to do on the field and off the field. Yeah. Now, now COVID has kind of made, made things weird high school wise for a lot of people. Um, you know, it was kind of last year was, was obviously a big year for you uh, high school wise, but was it strange? Like you had already committed to playing, you know, for Rutgers for playing, you know, playing for a, a P5 school before you had really pitched it a varsity yeah. game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's strange. It is very strange. I mean, when I first started to, to get into the whole recruiting process, I was right finishing my eighth grade year and comparing it to my brother's recruiting process, it was so much different because he started or it happened a while ago. And my dad had gone through it already with him and he turned to me and, and my coach was like, what do you mean eighth grade? This is ridiculous, it's way too early. Right. And at the time, you know, it seemed like it was ridiculous. Like, what are we doing? But honestly, it was the right. I felt like it was the right thing to do. Everyone was doing it. I feel like I needed to get ahead as well. And it sounded really crazy. But honestly, Rutgers saw me throw 20 pitches in a camp in November when I had just finished my throwing when I was almost with a shutdown. And after that, they saw me all virtual and 
I they felt confident. I felt confident to commit there, and it was all surreal. But now at this point, I just have to prove to them, prove to myself that that's where I belong, and I, I can play uh, at that conference. And so far, I think I've done that. So it, it was crazy, but yeah. it happens for a reason. One of the things that that people have said about you and your game is just that that ability to to repeat your mechanics so cleanly. Is that something that was stressed at a young age? Was that something that was just kind of natural for you? Um, I mean, one of the things that our coaches stressed was to try to make this little things muscle memory. So one of the things that we always do is just pitch in front of a mirror, go through your motion in front of a mirror, see what you're doing wrong. And at a certain point, you'll just, it'll, it'll be muscle memory. You'll, you'll know what you're doing wrong when you, when you feel it, like, I got to fix that. Mm-hmm. So I think my mechanics have just allowed me to focus on specifically pitches and the more of the little things that help my game and bring it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of executing certain things yeah. outwardly rather than worry where your body is. Right. You got yeah, that good absolutely. sense of where everything is. Um, let's hit you with some random questions here. Sure. Um, favorite place you have played. Favorite place I have played. Um, Somerset Patriots Park was pretty cool. I got to play there. Uh, pitching at Rutgers was cool, although I wasn't able to pitch with some uh, metal cleats. But hopefully yeah, next yeah. time I'll be able to pitch with some metal cleats. But Rutgers is awesome. I love the field there. Um, I haven't played at too many big places. Somerset Patriots was cool because I got to play there various times. I got to play there with my travel team as a 12 year old. So we, were, we made that into a 50, 70 field, which was pretty awesome. Um, the fields down in Ripken at Maryland, the mm-hmm. minor league stadium there was really nice. Um, yeah. So I think between Somerset and then the minor league stadium in Maryland, that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, go to meal either pre or post game on, on your bump days. Ooh. Pre game. Pre-game, I mean, in the morning, I'll have some some eggs. So most of the games, my, my coach is straight in the morning. So uh, early morning, some eggs, some some toast, and maybe some uh, like sausage or bacon, get get the protein in there. And then uh, I always have to have a cup of coffee. That, got, that gets me going in the morning. What's one thing that has to be part of your pre-game routine on, on your start days? Music. Always music which is which is good but not not specific enough for our viewers i think so what what kind uh, of what when you're in charge of the playlist or or you need music what's your where are we going i mean every day it's i feel or every pitching day it's whenever i wake up like i have different things so maybe it's rap one day that'll get me going or some rock or some like really pumped up like dubstep or something like that so those are the kind of like the three that i rotate Favorite part of North Brunswick High School baseball? Um, the players, the co- my coaching staff, and uh, the want to win. So uh, I think those are the three pillars. Absolutely. Outside of family, who's been one person that's been incredibly instrumental to get you to where you are? Outside of family. Uh, I'll go off my coach at the baseball warehouse that I've been for a while, Coach uh, Joe Augustine. 
Um, he's been there, my strength coach, my pitching coach, and then he's always been a friend off the field too, where I could just text him if I had a question. He's up 1230 in the morning answering my questions, talking about baseball. So he's definitely been a great role model in my life. Absolutely. Um, favorite school subject? Math. Math. I'm a math guy. So math and science. I, I like science too, but math, math takes it over for me. Okay. Not an English guy or just yes, but not, not as much. I'm not an English guy. I couldn't, I mean, I, I, I read like articles and stuff, but reading books is not my forte. Let me tell you, not a thing I want to do for my uh, free time. One phone app that you couldn't do without. Um, Twitter. I'm always on Twitter checking sports. Twitter has been a big thing ever since, uh, because going to showcases, they always ask for Twitter handle because Twitter is a big thing to uh, to communicate with coaches nowadays. So mm-hmm. I'm always on there. One piece of advice that you've gotten along the way that really kind of sticks with you. Uh, the best, one of the best quotes I've heard is, let me think of it. It's do, it's not the players who are good will do what they need to do when someone's watching them. And the players who are great do what they need to do when someone's watching him or someone's not and i felt like that that stuck in my mind and i've always uh rolled or oh my god what's the word i'm looking for praised by it or looked by it and always had that in the back of my mind whenever i'm doing something definitely um what's one thing we don't know about zach um i played the saxophone in middle school Perfect. That's a good one. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, were you good? Why, how did you get into it? Um, I mean, I've always been into music a little bit. Um, so my brother played a little bit. He played the violin in middle school, too. And I was just like, it was one of my hobbies that I wanted to join. So I played the saxophone in middle school and then I played my freshman year. And then I was like, ah, this is this is not this is the end for me. So I dropped. I mean, I was, I was OK. I wasn't the best. I was definitely wasn't the worst. I mean, I like practicing it, but it, it, was, it was all right. I feel like with anything, it's like you get to a point where if you're going to do it, you got to really do yeah, it. Yeah. You're taking away time for something else that you probably like more. Yeah, I was, I was, that was the problem. I, I was doing it freshman year and it, it took as much time as I did in middle school it was like double the time in high school. And I was like, I have no time for baseball or school at this point. I need to do something else. So yeah. Freshman year of the last year. Who was the better musician, you or Victor? Uh, honestly, I couldn't tell you because I had no idea what he was like in middle That's school. That's true. That's true. You were a little, you were a little yeah. young when he was, I was too young, But we, we both have some musical uh, attributes. Toughest hitter that you've had to face? Toughest hitter that I've had to face. I faced Andrew Fisher at the area code tryout and it was it was ro- it was in a rotation where I was like the fifth or fourth pitcher going so he already had a couple of bats but I mean he, he I'm not making excuses here he saw the first pitch he my first batter he smashed the fastball right off of me so I mean I guess I want my rematch against him hopefully soon somewhere but yeah I say he's my toughest hitter yeah um well at least it's a good one yeah for sure yeah <laughs> Um, what makes New Jersey baseball so great? Um, I'd say that 
New Jersey is like, it's, it's small and it's so many people that we can all relate to each other because there's so many people in a small space that we kind of all like, it's the town. You could say New Jersey is, is the, the state where everybody knows each other type thing. So I think a lot of baseball players can relate to each other. And um, baseball is one of the things that we always kind of build our, our life around. We appreciate the time, Zach. Um, best of luck to you. You know, obviously, the last two years of high school, let's uh, let's be the next Eric Reardon. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's, let's run the GMC a little bit. And uh, then we take it to Rutgers and we start winning. We start winning in-state at the college level. Absolutely. That's the goal. Excellent. Zach Konstantinovsky is our guest. Uh, this episode of Jersey Baseball Show, Generation Next 2.0. We appreciate you all watching and look forward to seeing you next time.